This is true buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Ho, 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 ho. It's the True Buds Show Christmas Edition. Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, whatever you do. I grew up with Christmas, so Christmas is a time of year where I like to give. You know, I really like to just give. Sometimes people don't expect it. I'll just give them shit. Um, but with me giving today, for you guys, I got a little something special today on the True Buds Show. You can see I don't have a guest. Somebody flaked on me. I'll get into the whole flake shit in a second. But let's get to the giveaway and what you're going to get and how you can get it. So to start off, we're gonna give you a Honeybird Nectar Collector. You know, I've given away a bunch of these, just a little portable dab rig, spill proof. I'm gonna give you a little glow in the dark bong here, giving a couple of these away. Um, this one here is a new giveaway, and this one actually means a lot to me here. This is a rolling tray. And if you're a subscriber of the True Buds TV channel, you know I've used this thing for countless videos. I've had probably over 20 people comment, ask me where I got it, and my response is I don't really know, for real. It was I, it was some random smoke shop, I just bought this shit. But people are feeling the American flag. And this is the hardest one to give away, all this other shit I've never used, but I've had some times with this tray here, and now you're gonna have some times here. And last but not least, it's not much, but just a little $20 check so you can, uh, load a little something up. And this is the biggest giveaway to date on the True Buds show. This is the first giveaway on the True Buds show. I've done tons of other giveaways on True Buds TV. Now you're like, dude, cool. You're, how am I going to get this shit? Here's how you can get it. I've been trying to debate the best way to do this because I've done so many other giveaways. But right now I'm really trying to push the podcast on iTunes. Um, so here's what's going to happen. Just rate and review and you will be eligible. I know when you rate and review, you'll put your name, like say it was Jack123. I will draw those names. And when I draw the name, the winner will just send me an email like, yo, that's my name, that's what's up. And the people who have already rated, subscribed and commented um, will already be eligible. So I think there's, I don't know how many ratings are right now, but there's under 10. So all you guys are already eligible, but I'm really just trying to boost this. I've been doing some research and I hear that like the first 60 days on iTunes is pretty crucial. So I'm just trying to boost those numbers, get them up. I'm going to be real with you guys. This isn't just a straight up gift. You know, you got to do a little bit of something, but this takes 60 seconds. You can be done podcast, bam, five stars, hopefully and a review, and you're eligible to win all this. This is, I don't know what the value is. This thing's worth a lot to me, but all this other stuff's worth a fair amount. Like, so, and the odds are pretty good if you think about it. Say I get 30 more people, which would be awesome. That's 40 reviews total to win from. That's pretty good odds. I would take those odds if I were you, for real. I'll take those fucking odds. And that's the giveaway today. And I just wanted to make something random, a little holiday giveaway. Dude, you know there saying? you go. Christmas spirit. We're giving. We're giving you. We're cool. We, uh, do one thing with me is like, I hate when someone invites me to some shit that's like a ticketed event and it's like, okay, you down to go to the movies this Friday? Like, I'm going to buy the tickets right now. I never let people do that. I tell them, you, I'll buy my own ticket. 
just in case I, f- you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, in yeah, case yeah. I might end up flaking <laughs> on your ass, like you buy three oh. for you and your two friends and like I'll slide in and get one later, but I don't want to make a decision right now that I'm going to this oh. fucking movie, Dude, you know? I can relate on kind of a different level. Is yeah. like when people give me shit and like as a loan, I don't take it. Yeah. Like one of my best boys in college was like, yo, you want to like have this chair? I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll take it. He's like, but I might be coming back in town in a year or two and I'll need it back. I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want it then. Yeah. He's like, why? I'm like, bro, I don't want response. That's like watching over some shit. Yeah. Like, give, okay. give it or uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. <laughs> because then you know if some shit spilled on there or whatever, <laughs> they're not only going to get their chair back, but they're gonna be like, yo, this stain, you owe me like, even though they're not going <laughs> to use that money to clean the chair or whatever, you know? It's just like got a principle like, oh, you got to throw me a couple bucks for that stain. That yeah. doesn't matter on yeah. some shitty fucking college fuck chair. I don't fuck with that. That is so funny, dude. Yeah, man, it's not good to loan your friends. I mean, it's not good, but I hate owing people money and i hate when people owed me i did a little short film with my friend and i was i was in the hole for my friend 400 bucks and i was slowly paying him because he makes more money than i do and he understands it just for put it into the film yeah put it into the film and he's like you pay me whatever you get paid every two weeks or whatever and he knows i'm a little more broke than he is it ate me alive every day having to owe this kid like and i would pay him off in small little increments you know but it was like, man, I can't go to fucking Panda Express and buy a fu- that $20 meal, whatever, should be going to my friend. You know, it eats me to do any shit like that. For real. And on a level like that, too, like one of the, you know, I don't cry a whole lot and stuff. There maybe some acting shit, but it's like I was in college, broke as fuck, working like 30 hours a week trying to pay for school. And then I, I borrowed money from my brother a bunch of times. He always lends me. He doesn't give a shit. But it fucks with like or would fuck with my ego a little bit. Mm. So I just remember the last time in particular, I was like, dude, like I never wanted, it was like 500 bucks, but I'm like, dude, like asking people for money is humbling as fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I had like a fucking mini, like I literally, I like, cry. Like I was like, dude, I feel like such a fucking piece of shit. But like, it wasn't like I wasn't grinding as a full-time student mm-hmm. working almost full-time. And I'm like, dude, this shit's real. Like I just felt so shitty for some reason. Asking, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, dude, what I hate, I hate asking parents for money. I can't do it. Yeah, Cannot do it. I've, I remember like about a year ago, like my car got towed, all this, all this shit happened to me. Like park, I had a parking ticket, car got towed from it, blah, blah, blah. And I needed, I, and I had to pay rent like that next week. And I was like, I cannot pay this tow fee and rent the same two days. Like I'm fucked. And I went and asked my friend, I was like, dude, I promise I get paid in a week. I'll hit you back. I'm like, but there is no way. There's no way I'm asking my parents right now for like 150 bucks. There's no no way. And they're happy to give it to you. You know, a lot of parents. I mean, I don't know about you. Like, I'm blessed where I have parents that are able to do that. I refuse to, though. Refuse. Yeah. I didn't have the parents that could. Or they might have been able to. But my bro, I know, was the dude who could. But, like, it's the same thing. It's like, it's humbling. And it's like, shit. And I haven't done it since. Yeah. Because that shit hit me hard. I'm like, dude, like. But like you said. It's the small things. Maybe you're spending money. You know, I, I fucking buying in energy drinks in a week, spend 20, 30 oh, bucks, dude, you know? know. You you drink some caffeine and shit? Yeah, you ever heard of Celsius energy drink? Yeah, I bought some stock with them a while back. No way, dude. That probably hit good, right? It, it did, then it dropped down. Like, Interesting. I only put 100 bucks in, which isn't shit, but then it shot up after I put the 100 in and went up to like 140. So we hit a 40% jump, and now it's about where it was i have a little profit off it but i just saw him popping up and shit I'm dude like, i'm convinced that i created this shit 
that I created this movement that they're on because I started buying those in college. Oh, for real? I like, just saw this like fucking two year and a half ago. Dude, I started buying these in college like 2015, oh, 2016. Shit. I didn't know they were in a the game that dude, long. Dude, well, they were in like, I was in like the vitamin aisle at this supermarket in Florida and I saw this back of like box of like four energy drinks. They didn't even sell them solo back then. They were just in like the boxes. Oh, and shit. I started buying, just, and I was like, oh, these look good. And I tried it, tasted amazing. So I started telling every single one of my friends about it in college. They started buying it. They started, next thing you know, they're in gas stations. Now they're everywhere, oh, dude. Oh, for real. That's what, everywhere. Well, that's what inspired me is because I saw them at 7-Eleven, and then they were moving. Like, and the 7-Elevens I go to. Because I like the non-carbonated one. Same, dude. Peach yeah. uh, acai uh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, ras- yeah some raspberry. <laughs> yeah, raspberry and the peach mango, yeah, dude. I, I don't know if I've had the peach mango. Ooh. Is that non-carbonated? Yeah, non-carbonated. Oh, okay, shit. I, I haven't seen that, or maybe I haven't had it. Celsius, if you're listening, sponsor the podcast. For real, for we real. We got two podcast dr- or uh, Celsius drinkers right here. Yeah, yeah, that shit. But I like the non-carbonated because, yeah. I mean, I think I have a Red Bull in my bag or some shit, but that carbonation isn't always the best. Yeah. And this sounds stupid as fuck. And dude, but, like, I, you I, can chug that shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, a trick for Celsius too, man. I always drink it out of a glass with ice. Oh, shit. And it, it, it's like a juice almost, you know? Dude, it, it makes it taste even better. Swear to God. Just adding the experience there. Yeah. What do you got uh, Christmas plans going up? Uh, going going back home to the fam, man. Where's fam? Kansas. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Snowing? Um, it has been, but I don't know if it is. It, yeah, I don't if it's going to be a white Christmas yeah, or anything. Oh, last couple years were though so nice what about you brother yes i'm going uh my whole my, we're all eagles fans so i'm flying up to philadelphia 19th see oh, eagles cowboys game and then uh flying home on like the 23rd to orlando where i where i live and spend a couple days there then fly back to la like the 26th so i'm only gone for like a week Oops. but uh yeah, dude, I'm back in Orlando, Florida. What's up with Orlando, bro? How how is that vibe there? You know, you hear crazy shit about Florida. All yeah, the time, dude. Yeah, bro. which it's actually a little known fact. The reason you hear all the crazy shit from Florida is because our, I guess, like our police database, whatever it is, the mugshots, it's public record, and most states it's private, so they don't have to release. Oh shit. Yeah, That's so it's only it's like certain offenders get public. So if you know big cases or not even big, but just like legit crimes. But that's why you hear like. Why do you think they did that? I actually I have no clue. Okay, I don't even know how to brainstorm that. Like... Yeah, but that's why like because there are just as many crazy people in California, you know, walking into a fucking gas station with a bobcat on a leash or whatever, <laughs> you know, like shit like that. But it doesn't. It's not in public record. Florida, it's all public. Every single crime. So that's why you can pull just countless. So it seems like more shit, even though I do believe it's more shit because there's just a ton of fucking crazy people in Florida, but. That's why. But uh, Orlando's dope, dude. The, You know, I actually, cons- before moving here, I considered staying in Orlando and doing, like, the entertainment scene there. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's a lot of Disney, a lot of actors there. They're all working at Disney World and shit, which is great. You know, it's a cool gig. But other than that, it's, like, commercials. Yeah. Here and there are some commercials. But film, television, you know the drill, bro. Anything yeah. you got to be out here for. So it's, like, part of me wanted to be, like, the... You know the big fish in the small pond out there, but I'm crazy, so I'm like, nah, let's uh, just go I'm big. On the same page, bro. You know, you could. And the, th- the thing is, you could always go back. It's like, you, you can know, always you gotta, go back, could, dude. <laughs> like, Which I actually, one of my friends is a rapper, uh, and uh, shout out to Franchise the Rapper. Go listen to him on iTunes, Spotify. Sorry to plug that in no, on your podcast. No, I'll peep that out. But he's offered to because he's starting to gain some traction, like performing at venues all across the country. And he's offered me to like go 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 back home and direct music videos and stuff for him. So I kind of always have that on the back burner, you know. 
And I told him when I go home, we're going to try and link up and at least see if we can film a quick music video for him in our hometown, Dude, you fuck, know? Fuck yeah, that, that's awesome, though, because that's what I'm looking for. My family lives there, so I'm going to shoot a video when I go back with yeah, my nice. brother. But it's like, if you can get a little work in with yeah, the fam yeah. and fun time, then it's a fucking win-win, you know? Dude, and especially it's just like out here, I feel like it's a... Uh, it's almost just too much content creators, too many content creators out here. Everyone's doing shit, and it's like, yeah, dude, if you went, if you went to like a Kansas City or like an Orlando or whatever, and you just constantly were posting social media, making podcasts, doing all this, like you would stand out significantly, and you could get that home base to kind of follow through and follow you, you know? Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of what we have in current day is that you don't. You can't. Yeah. Like before in what, the 80s, 90s, or 70s, before you want to be an actor, you got to be here, New York, yep. mostly here. But it's like you you can make it pop off like from- Oh, anywhere now. A, a little corner in Alaska. You have your own little studio? Do it. What I th- the way I look at it is like in like the 20s, 30s, you wanted to be a banker investment person in New York City. You had to go to like the stock market and Wall Street and all that. And then now every building in America has a finance- office in it you know every single part so to me we're not quite there yet but i'm even believing the film the television industry there's going to be major studios in city all cities all over to where like you know they'll always be like the top dogs the quentin tarantinos and shit like that but we're going to have oh this movie was entirely directed written produced all the actors everyone is from houston texas that entire market right there made this movie. And I that's where I, th- I believe this is all going, you know? Like, what's stopping Netflix from just opening, like, Netflix Houston? And just everything is from Houston right there, you know? Yeah, I would, and that makes sense. The only thing I would say that might be stopping them would be, like, just getting names in. So The star but, power, But they yeah. would have to find... But they could. Like, there's... I'm sure there's countless stars from Houston. So that's what I think they would have to do. Yeah. So, like, oh, let's... Let, or it doesn't even have to be Houston. Let's bring in a few Texas stars... Yeah, and exactly. This independent cast, and that's yeah. why, like, so I don't know much about what you do on the performance side. I know you do stand up. So, what's your main focus? Or what do you- dude? So that's the thing, man. I'm 24. I'm still figuring out my main focus. I used to do a lot of stand up, and then I started getting. I realized when I would sit down and try and write bits, I would end up just writing little sketches and little shorts and stuff. And I made I always made videos my whole life. So now I'm I'm really interested in like the content creation aspect of it. My Instagram, the underscore Tyler Kosky underscore show. Check it out. Bunch of little stupid kind of Vine videos on there. Um, but I like, me and my friend, we just got done making a short film. So we're kind of focusing on making a different content like that. And I don't know, my mind, I I struggle with like an idea that I'm going to develop the fuck out of it. I like a bunch of little bits. My end goal in life though is to create my own TV show. I think that'd be so fun having a TV show that I wouldn't want something crazy like 10 seasons or some shit. I mean, I'll take what I can get, you know? Yeah. But it's like, you go like six, seven years where you're with working with the same oh, people. Gosh. Whenever I watch like bloopers or like It's Always Sunny and Friends and shit, I'm just like on YouTube, I'm fascinated by that. And I'm like, oh, this looks so fun. That's like, they're hanging out at this point. Like after year one, when they're worried about ratings and shit, once the show is on a roll, they're literally just fucking around, hey, having fun. Fuck yeah, dude! I feel that. You know, the, the hell yeah, man! That's that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I love seeing stuff like Always Sunny or like there's other people that have done pretty. Good. I'm trying to think. Like Adam Sandler's pretty good yeah, with it. Yeah. Like bringing like your homies into every yeah, movie. dude. Like well, Rob McKelleny, he created, he plays Mac in It's Always Sunny. He's one of my idols because he, dude, he did the whole acting thing. 
He got a few roles in like uh, Law and Order, like playing some bad boy once when he was like 21. But he kind of those years of like 21 to 25, he did the acting thing here. And he just realized like he hated auditions. You know, he hated having to like be whoever other people wanted. And he got to like 25, 26. He's like, oh, I want to make my own shit. And then I can act in that and I can be whatever character I want to be. So he got his homies. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Day and then uh, Glenn Howerton. And the three of them, they were just buds. And they just sat around writing what they thought was funny. Casted themselves, filmed the pilot on $4,000 budget, dude. And then pitched it to different Shit, shows. I, I, did, I didn't know that little yeah. tidbit of information. That's fucking motivation right yeah. there, bro. Yeah, filmed it on four. And what's crazy is apparently they pitched it. I may be wrong here, but I'm 99% sure I'm right. It's been a while since I checked it out. I'll even throw it up uh, a little article here. But It's Always Sunny, they uh, they filmed Pilot 4000. Apparently they pitched it to different networks like NBC and Fox. And as far as I'm aware, I believe a lot of them said yes, but they wanted to put in their creative input and stuff. And FX was the only network that said, we'll take it. And I think they offered them less money, but they went, we'll take it. But you have complete creative control over the show. And they were like, oh, done deal. Because then they don't have, you know, corporate fucking corporate executives breathing down their neck and telling them, can't do this, can't say that, you know, because it's an offensive show. But they make fun of people who are offensive, you know, and like clever and and humorous ways like that. Um, Yeah, I'm going to try and throw up like a. Like an yeah. older photo of them, like and when from like, first. and from like the history you were just saying of like his story, dude. Like, that just makes perfect sense that he would do that. Like, take less money, you know, because people who, anybody else who is just all about trying to get a little paper, oh fuck, let's sign with uh, you know, Fox for let let's let them fuck with our shit. We'll get paid a couple extra million. Yeah, man, that's where like my mom is always like hopping on because that's kind of what I want to do. I like acting, but I realize like I don't really give a fuck about playing like boyfriend or whatever jenny i love you so much you know like i i want to play shit that i like and i'm interested in and that i think is funny i'm a comedy guy so and i tell my mom that i'm like man mom i want to i want to do something that i want to do you know and she's like oh, i see you aren't you're not doing a lot enough of the acting stuff and i'm like i'm trying to make my own stuff to act in you know right now no one's paying me for this but maybe one day someone is you know well that's what i i'm kind of in that same on that same page because I'm like, dude, um, I'm just not gonna, like, th- like you said, the audition process, everything. I just want to do my own shit. But then that's where it's like, there, it's always walking a fine line, bro. Cause I'm like, should I maybe focus on being a little more commercially marketable? But the fact that you know your lane and what you want to do is the most important part. Yeah. You know? And you, I mean, you were saying on a, pr- on a previous podcast that you had that friend or uh, maybe you talking before that always wore the cowboy boots. Yeah. And yeah. I respected the fuck out of that, dude. Yeah. Cause I find myself like, like going into these different auditions, I have found myself the second I walk in, I'll be like, damn, I wasn't really being myself there. I was kind of, I without even knowing it, I was starting to just frame like who they wanted to see in that, you know? And I did get a lot of like commercial auditions and shit. So not a lot of film and television just yet, but so I'll find myself putting on the cheesy smile and doing all that. And then I, I just walk out just like, I'm cringing on the inside. Like what the fuck was I just doing, you know? But I'm in a position in my life where like, I would love that little four or five K check. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so you got a commercial agent? Uh, I actually, I actually just dropped one. Um, I won't say any names or anything. We had a little disagreement on some stuff, but I'm actually in the in the market for a new one. Okay, where? So I'm gonna go in 2020. I'm actually growing my hair out right now. I'm not on camera, so they can't see, but I'm growing out the hair. I'm gonna change up the look. There's a lot of redhead. I was the only redhead at, for a long time in my circles, 
move out to LA, there's a million fucking redheads who think they're unique, you know? So it's like, I don't see a lot of long well, red... Well, I'll tell you what, with the long hair, um, I had... I had very long hair. Like yeah. in that video we were watching, I had a bun in, but like my shit was like down past my shoulders. But yeah. I will say it could have just been the agent that I had. It could have been whatever, but I was going out more when I had long hair. Really? Which I thought it would be the opposite. Maybe it's just how my, it, yeah. you know, it could, there's so many fucking variables, Yeah. but the long hair does set you apart a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Especially do with the red hair. It's like a lion's mane yeah, here. You don't, you don't see that really. Ever. Yeah, no. Yeah. The only one you can think of is Carrot Top and then uh, what's the fucking snowboarder, Sean White. And that's smart, bro. That's yeah. A, that's a smart move, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the only two. Yeah, 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 absolutely, dude. Think I can get like party guy roles You'll, and yeah, stuff. Stoner that's, that's, roles for sure. That's what dude. I went out for all the time. Party guy, stoner, kind of just like absent-minded yeah. dude. And that's for anyone out there, man. Like if you... You know, everyone, obviously, you know, there's a lot of actors and stuff out there who all want certain roles or whatever, but... Not everybody can be the fucking Brad Pitt. You know, not everyone's going to be whatever character you want to go down that lane. But there are tons of actors who get so much work because they've just like, this is my fucking lane and I'm just going to cruise in it, dude. That's the that right there is a fucking key. And that yeah. is what I have struggled the most with. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo, how am I going to get cast? You know, it's like, yeah. there's so much shit being like, I want to be like, oh, I, I can do everything, which I believe I can. But like you're saying finding that lane yeah so like i experimented being the kind of stoner guy long hair guy and that's where i've probably had the most success and i kind of cut and trying to go for like the clean cut guy next door vibe yeah had yeah the best success with but and then i'm like like we we're saying earlier it's like i'm just trying to be me like who am who am i i have this true buds this is what i've been thinking a lot lately I'm like yeah I'm yeah just a chill i'm just like a you're chill, a chill I'm, bro I'm yeah like a i'm a chill bro i could play the party guy easily yeah so like that's where my marketing i think in 2020 i'm gonna combine everything to be that really focus on like oh shit this guy is, has all this weed content like yeah. maybe he's fucking uh, could play our stoner dude and that's the thing all these like all this production you're doing that can only help exactly because a lot of times especially I'm sure you've seen on these some of these uh, casting websites they'll ask for like your Instagram and your YouTube oh, channel yeah. and stuff because now that's kind of like your resume now you know um, so let's get on a little Christmas here well unless you add something oh no my bad I I uh I just thought there was something pulled up, but I just looked. No, oh. No. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's, let's talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some Anything for Christmas you specifically want, man? <sighs> Shit, I just, uh, my girl just got it for me. A pair of some Audio Technica headphones, bro. Nice. I had my skull candies were old. I'm like, I just got to get nothing to it. Yeah. Bucks. What, uh, so do you have a limit with you and your girl on, like, how much you guys would spend on each other? Uh, nothing too yeah, right. Like, this year it's around 150 Like, I spent, like, I bought her, like, a, some hair curler for, like, 100 60 i think yeah and she's probably spend similar but usually we go smaller on christmas and go bigger on the birthdays and shit oh okay interesting see i like uh yeah i would always struggle with figuring like when me and my ex-girlfriend like struggling to figure out if i was going too much because you know you love your girl dude you want to yeah. spoil the hell out of them you know so uh yeah i don't really my parents are always asking me like i i always joke around they're like oh what do you want for christmas i'm like dude i want like ten thousand dollars in a fucking investment fund <laughs> that has some crazy annual return so i could just be set for life you know but they're always like besides that what do you want so i'm thinking keyboard i want to learn a keyboard like piano oh okay oh, i've always wanted you to play learn any that. other instruments dude so I, I picked up ukulele earlier this year and uh i've been vibing with the ukulele i like it i don't love it i uh you know it can kind of sound 
you can't go too deep into too like you can play close renditions of songs. So I'm starting to learn a few songs here and there, but it, it's never perfect because it's like a, a ukulele version of it. You know, I want to be able to learn legit songs on oh, keyboard. Oh, I feel you. And I'm also I've always been interested in like making beats and stuff. And I think plugging in a keyboard on like a computer Fuck like yeah. Logic will be dope to create some beats on that. Fuck yeah. So we'll see. That's what's up though. That's some uh, bringing you to another level yeah. creatively. Any uh, Christmas gifts in your in your past or anything that that you really liked? Oh shit. Any funny stories with Christmas? Um, oh, actually, I got a topic. Yeah, what yeah. uh? When did you find out Santa wasn't real? Shit, I, like second grade, but I played it off like I knew until yep, yep. third grade. Nice. I, I went another year. I was like, I remember too laying in bed, fucking that night when I knew or thought I knew or I didn't know, and I'm like. Everything's been a lie. Yeah. I'm like, what else is a fucking lie? Dude, I, uh, so I had a kid in my, I started connecting some dots in second grade. We had this kid. His name was Brandon. I forget the other part of his name, but this kid was so bad. Just terrorized the teacher, always in the principal's office, just a rotten kid. <laughs> and I remember we go to Christmas break and we're all thinking he's getting coal and he comes back and starts talking about all he all his shit he got for christmas you know and that's where shit started connecting in my mind like yo something's not right here that this guy who's all knowing you know this kid should have got coal for sure <laughs> and then it was like the next christmas so i think it was like third grade or first and then second grade was when i figured it out and my friend accidentally spoiled it for me we remember you play ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh! The card game. No, so Yu-Gi-Oh! Is Yu- that Pokemon? It's not Pokemon. Okay, no. Yu-Gi-Oh! Was like another like monster card okay, game yeah. shit. But uh, there was like this. Oh, okay, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had like this thing you wore on your. Uh, I'll even bring it up right here. The uh, this thing you wore like on your wrist that uh that would hold the cards, right? Oh, that's fucking badass, it was, dude. It, it was <laughs> yeah. this thing exactly. It was this thing exactly. Let's see here. And anyway, so I wanted this thing so bad, and I got it, and it was from Santa. And I remember after Christmas, yeah, this little guy right here. And yeah, and you you like, yeah, you'd like hold all the cards in, and like you pull them out and battle each other or whatever. But anyway, this kid, or uh, I got it from Santa, and I was showing it to my friend who's like my neighbor, and our moms are best friends. And he's like, oh, my mom told me that your mom got the 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 Yu-Gi-Oh like the I think I forget what it was called the Yu-Gi-Oh something whatever the fuck it is my my mom oh that my mom bought it for you and you were so excited to get it and I just remember and I didn't say anything on the exterior but interior I'm like oh, that said Santa on you know and that's where it just <laughs> it was connected dude it was like oh fuck this guy's not you know then I added last year's experience I'm like oh yeah this guy's not real and I never had the conversation with the parents like. Oh, I know this isn't real. Just kind of all of a sudden one year. Well, you know, that's something cool that my mom did is because I, I did talk to her. And then, like, um, she would make us, you know, been from a big family. When we did find out to, the way to keep kind of the Christmas spirit, what she would do is she would uh, keep us as, like, she would call us elves. So then she would buy whatever the Christmas presents were. We would help her wrap the Santa presents. Mm. So we were like, we knew, but we were kind of in on this new society where you go like in her, we go in her closet in the bedroom and kind of help her wrap the other yeah, yeah. kids presents. So yeah. it was like kind of a cool progression. Cause I'm like, Oh fuck. I, Santa's fake. But then she's like, Oh, you get to help out kind of with the Christmas now. I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you, there's been more people who 
don't necessarily want to tell their kids about like that Santa is real. Because I heard my dad, like I guess, went over to our neighbor's house one year, and it was like around the Christmas time, and they they, they were Christmas, and my dad said something. His kids were like four. My dad's like, "Oh, you guys ready for Santa to come and give you presents?" And this guy like flipped out. He's like, "Santa's not real in our house." And I know my dad's like, "What are you telling the kids are right?" You know, and he's like, "No, we work for our money." We work, you know, like we work for our money and our kids are going to know that mom and dad worked hard for this. And there, that's actually been a rising sort of movement of like less and less parents telling their kids Santa's real to show kids like, yo, your parents work for this shit. And I, I kind of get it. I see that. I like the vibe, you know, that, but the thing for me personally, I see that I I understand it. But yeah, the thing for me is I just grew up with such a Christmas spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuck that. But like, I I get it. Yeah. But at the same time on just to defend that as well, it's like, do your kids really need to know that you got it? Why why do you need recognition? Yeah. No, I like that too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, stunt your kids, dude. it's, It's like, dude, like cool. Like what you need, like, Oh, thank you so much. Dad. It's like, who gives a fuck if it's Santa fucking Jesus giving a present. Yeah. Yeah. But I understand. It makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of gets them to, you know, and, and then the argument is like, oh, wait, your kid should always know to behave. They don't need this, like, list. But, it, dude, it definitely. Because kids never listen to their parents 100%. Well, that's you the know? imagination, too. Yeah. Dude. That, that, that's, to me. It, that, it, yeah, that, it does that, eliminate yeah, some imagination yeah. and spirit yeah, in them, yeah, you know. If, if I if I grew up that way right now, I probably wouldn't be doing a giveaway. You know, I might, I might not even be buying Christmas yeah, presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's, to me... That's not my style, but I get it. And yeah. I could see why that's on the up and up, you know. It's just like – and it's funny, too, the way things hit. Like, all of a sudden, I could see that. Like, I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. see much on it, but I – Be like looked, a vegan like, movement, I, I could dude. see all of a sudden in 2020 that, like, hits. Yep. Like, yep. like, parents are Santa. Like, let your kids know for their, own, <laughs> you, for their, yeah. for their future mental health. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're establishing, like, your, your kids can't trust you or some shit is yeah. how they're going to – you know <laughs> – you're yeah, yeah. Building oh my a, god building a lie with people Santa. are gonna go to fucking therapy because they're because <laughs> their parents told them my parents lied to me when i was younger oh shit yeah it's interesting that's funny that i never even thought that was would be a thing we had a so when i was in a fifth grade for a christmas gift uh my mom dude it was right when the wii came out the nintendo wii and i wanted one so bad and this kid i went to uh middle school with his parents, they were just G's, dude. They, like, sat in that fucking line, and they bought, like, 10 Nintendo Wii's or some shit. Shit. Yes, when they were, like, sold out. Like, you couldn't get them. They, were, they bought, like, 10 of them. And they literally told their kid, like, go to school and tell all the kids, like, who needs a Wii or whatever, you know? Like, if, you're, if you want one for Christmas, tell your parents to contact my parents. And I fucking did that for sure. And my mom contacted this kid's parents to buy me. And I didn't know this to buy me a Wii, but I was pretty sure she was going to, you know? So I, on Christmas day, I unwrap the fucking box and it's an empty Wii box. And I'm like, Oh, what is this? (laughs) And my mom goes, well, I was going to buy you the Wii. And she's like, but I ended up seeing how high the market value, so I sold it for double the market value. So now you can get anything you want for double the price of the Wii. So it was like 600 bucks <laughs> worth of gifts. Bro, and I sat there. I was like on the verge of tears. All I fucking wanted was a goddamn Wii, you know? <laughs> and I and my mom like took a photo right when it happened, and she was fucking with me. It was all a joke. Oh, okay. But dude, oh, we have this great photo of me just like I'm in like sixth grade standing with this Wii box and just staring into the camera like... 
broken heart, just destroyed. Bro, that so is funny. Awesome. I love the fact that she kind of met, fucked with you a little bit. Yeah, I'm really? definitely gonna do some shit like that with my kids for sure. One of my uh, uncles, they don't wrap. They unwrap all the presents. Mm-hmm. They, so like, so like, say it was like a doll in a box. Yeah. But you know, they'll take the doll out and put all the accessories around. So, oh. so there, there's no wrapping paper. So you can't figure out what you got so, for Christmas. Yeah, like I don't know if there's name tags or something, but I yeah. know that they like they set all the toys up instead of wrapping them. All, yeah. Which oh, is, that's interesting, dude. Yeah, I never heard of anybody else doing that. Like, oh. But that's my favorite part of Christmas, bro. Is seeing, is seeing my little nieces, and nephews, my little brother and sister, like seeing them brings me back to my youth. Absolutely, like, seeing them man. rip that shit open. I'm like good times yeah dude that's the thing it does get i mean it's still magical as an adult but it definitely loses the true magic of when you are a kid and you run downstairs looking for santa and shit you know so it's still cool though man i i when i have kids i'm definitely gonna up i'm gonna be a for sure you know that movie deck the halls is that with that's not with arnold is it no deck jingle uh, deck the halls is uh see throw it on right here it's the one um with matthew broadwick i believe Shit, I don't think I've seen this. Oh, dude, it's it sounds him so and, fucking familiar. Oh, though, dude, dude. It, this is a great Christmas movie. So it's him and Danny DeVito. Okay, I was about to say DeVito's on some shit. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. I was thinking Jingle All the Way was what yeah. I was thinking. You know what though? I don't. I don't think I've seen it though. Yeah, to so, be real with you. Yeah, so deck. I've the, seen that cover art for sure. Yeah, so deck the halls. They uh, basically Danny DeVito moves into the neighborhood, and Matt. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matthew Broderick's character is just this guy who's obsessed with Christmas. He has the best lights every year. And it's so cheesy. Danny DeVito's character, he wants to, he moves in, and he's the new, like, Christmas guy, and he wants his light seen from space. So he, like, he de literally decks the fuck out of his house with these mega lights. So And they're just competing against each other this whole time. It's one of my favorite Christmas that, that, movies, That shit's dude. real, too. It's so, like, oh, like, yeah. Neighbors competing on shit Oh, like that. dude, like, you want to see some shit? I'm going to show you my hometown here. Here. What, people going hard on the lights? Oh, yeah. We got to have the best shit. So I, uh, so where I'm from, it's called Celebration Florida. And they do. It's a, cra a town a, created by Disney that's World. That sounds like a fucking party. Yeah. yeah. It's a town created <laughs> by Disney World. And every year we have this insane Christmas competition. When you say created by Disney World, they bought the land and named it? Yeah. It was going to be a community. Oh, dude. Yeah. I'm about to blow your mind right here. Yeah, you already are, bro. <laughs> so, so this is just... We have a fake snow that happens. In our town. I heard they do some shit like that around here somewhere. I made Manhattan Beach. Yeah, so just in the middle of our downtown, we have it's all soap. And they have an ice skating rink. It's literally plastic that they wax every day. So it yeah. looks like ice. Yeah, it's like literally this winter wonderland that goes on in the main center. But then I'll show you right here. They do a... Uh, a Christmas light competition. And I'll... She, they, like, it's like the same people that win every they single year. <laughs> Dude, they play a Christmas story. They have it on a projector, like, playing. It's a Christmas story and Grinch and all these Christmas movies that literally play on their house on the... Uh, some people, like... And that's the thing, too. It's, like, funny. Like, those people, like, some are doing it for the right reasons and some are just doing it for some fucked up reasons. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's, like... <laughs> like, for some people, it's not about Christmas spirit. It's just about being the fucking best. Dude, probably. yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that this one house... 
that just goes, I don't know if they have any pictures. Oh, yeah. So this is the one. Oh, let me see. This is like not a great picture of it. In fact, I'll show you. So this is just, this is like a typical house in my neighborhood. Not size wise. We're not all fucking rich like that. But all those lights, how they have right there. Yeah, that's pretty decked. Out. Yeah. And then uh, let me see. I just started. Well, with that with that name of the town or city, that's town, right? Yeah, name of the town, bro. That's a uh, proper, right? It's like if you're gonna celebrate, let's get the best fucking. Yeah, Christmas yeah. Stuff. Oh, they go all out for all these different festivals and stuff. I can't find that one house, but yeah, man. The uh, you know what's pretty uh, kind of sad to me is, dude, you drive through like Beverly Hills and shit, all these beautiful homes. They don't go ham for the decorations. They don't. I noticed on Halloween. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, dude. I noticed on Halloween because, like, me and my friends, we went to WeHo, and we had to park far, like, in Beverly Hills and walk. No Halloween lights anywhere. All down the street, there would be one or two houses every now and then. You know what it probably is, too? Oh, sorry. The, no, no. Maybe the regulations. I was th- Well, m- maybe that. I was thinking maybe it's just because the season, like, more, I guess Florida doesn't have the seasons yeah like most other places i was thinking maybe because like i feel like the snow adds that extra ambiance and shit is what i was going for like maybe it's just because it's not because right now you go to new york dude new york has the best uh christmas vibe of anybody in my opinion oh dude new york city this time of year bro is fucking every christmas. everybody in their lifetime needs to go to new york during christmas yeah. rockefeller plaza i remember being a being a kid and seeing elf and going yeah i need to i need to go there one day and we ended up, I ended up making a trip out there. Look at this shit right here. This isn't my neighborhood. I just looked up crazy Christmas lights, dude. Fuck? Can you imagine being the people? I wonder what their fucking electric bill is. Oh, I'm sure astronomical, dude. The inside of your house has to be just completely lit all the time, too. Yeah, you got to fucking, dude, what the fuck? People go hard. Look at that dude. shit, dude. That's unbelievable. I feel like this should be, a, they probably already have it, like a reality TV show on Netflix, like, the best light. Or like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm going like, to look that like, shit up. Like I bet it's super make it fascinating. Like a funny drama. To, like, they could be like. Dude, there's one street in my hometown that uh, they actually do that. Or they do a, a, the entire street is linked up to a radio station. And they there's have. A place next to my yeah, they have a playlist yeah. of Christmas music. That so all the, the lights. lights yeah. yeah, all the lights are on cue. So sick. And, and to me, like, I, I grew up with the Christmas and spirit and everything. But it's like, it's especially in the entertainment biz, it's beautiful because it's the one time a year, you know, from like December 22nd, even earlier, 23rd, whatever, that people cut off until yeah. the new year. You're fucking, don't got to worry about shit, really. I mean, there's, but there's still shit popping. Yeah, still be yeah. Grinding, but it's like. Do you, uh, now let me ask you this. Is your apartment decorated? Yeah. Okay, so you did nice. Yeah. You decorated through on like what? You got stockings or anything like a tree and stuff? Got, got a little tree we've had for a couple of years like a fucking little fake tree i grew up buying real trees mm-hmm. so, you live with your girl yeah okay cool yeah. um engaged oh so, right yeah, nice yeah. congrats i didn't yeah, know that yeah, cool yeah. so it's may next may 2020 will be two years hell yeah engaged, dude so nice not rushing anything yeah yeah bro you're but, young um, yeah yeah exactly i'm just like dude we're, we're happy we're ha- she's still going to school when she nice. finishes school we're gonna figure it out but yeah put the tree up some stockings some other random decorations. Yeah, cool. Put, I, actually, I actually put a little mistletoe up under our doorway this nice. year. And then our new thing is like whoever is coming, you, when you hear the lock and lock, you got to try to be under the mistletoe. Nice. See, that's so cute, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's that that's a great idea to steal, you listeners out there. <laughs> 
Just trying to, yeah, and that's yeah, like infusing dude. the Christmas spirit, bro. Yeah. But I was joking with my girl because I was like, this has actually been like funny because like when I come home, she's like waiting under the fucking Yeah, that's great, vice dude. Versa, so. Man, that makes my heart warm, man. <laughs> See, I, uh, I, I'm I'm never decorating shit because I'm always like, dude, I'm just living in some like LA apartment, you know. Really. Luckily, one of my roommates is a chick, and she goes ham. So she's oh, put shit. some stuff up around our. We don't have a tree though, but she's at least put up different Santas and stuff. But if she was not living there, the other three guys have no fucking way we're doing that, you know. So you in a house or an apartment? Apartment. How, it's how you like in a roommate situation. Oh, love the roommate situation. Uh, two guys I used to work with at a restaurant in Beverly Hills. And uh, and then I moved over to the improv. But one guy actually, we didn't go to college at the same time, but we were in the same fraternity. And it's crazy, small world, man. It's like how how life lines up. When right when I got into, I went to Florida State, and right when I got to Florida State and started rushing my fraternity, like as a pledge, all the older brothers were like telling me like, oh dude, there's this guy because I told them all I want to be a writer, actor, you know. And they're like, oh, there's this guy who just graduated. You just missed him that he just moved out there from here to go do that. Okay, sure. So then it was my sophomore year in college. Like he came back for like a football game and like partied and I met him and I went, yo, I'm going to be in LA in like two to three years. I'll hit you up, dude. He's like, oh, for sure. Here's my number, whatever. And then two years later, I fucking hit that guy up and he got me a job at this restaurant. So he got me in. So that was dope. And then after working there for a couple months, then he's like, yo, room opened up in our place if you want to come. And then boom. And that's how shout life out works. To him, bro. Yeah. yeah, Andrew Gonzalez. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you, Andrew. That's some real shit. Yeah. So that's, dude, it's funny how like that's a journey, man. Life's all a journey, dude. You know, and you're kind of learning this with the true buds. Yeah. You know, at one point this was just a thing in your mind. Yeah. To start this. For real. And now it's growing. Do you have like a, I don't know, like a a long term vision for this, like true buds, or are you kind of going with the flow with it? You know, I I got the I got an overall kind of vision of what I want, but I'm so open. To, be flexible but like 2020 coming up is the main focus is getting my strain after i get the strain the main focus is going to be getting Damn. getting a either i'm trying to figure out the logistics and i'm talking to a couple um, potential investors in terms of like doing either a delivery service or a dispensary i'm nice. um, just trying to figure out what's the most economical the delivery service seems to be a little easier to get licensing for yeah. But the reason I personally want a dispensary is so it can be a studio space. Dude, I actually forgot to ask. On your last podcast, you were talking about uh, some flea market or whatever. Yeah, the Terp market. What is this? Um, it's just basically a bunch of, to my understanding, I haven't gone, but from people I've talked to on the podcast, um, it changes location, but it's a LA-based market. Like, is it underground? It, it's like just, an underground thing? Yeah, it's kind of low-key. Okay, um, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. So, but you show up and you can get really quality flour and other products for like a really reasonable like Damn. rate. You're not getting tax. Like I think they were saying you can get, you know, your a quarter for like fifty, yeah, you know, like forty. Nothing too crazy. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to check this out because you guys talking about I'm like yeah. Well, yeah, I'm like, what is this place that they're talking about? It's, and like it's a, so funny, bro. So many people bring it up and I'm like, shit, I need to go check yeah, this out. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm a I need oh you oh, I got your number. Yeah, I'll show yeah, whenever yeah. whenever I'm going one day I'll, I'll shoot you a text. Yeah, man. dude, let me know. So oh, what's life sure. like at the improv, bro? Tell me a little bit about the improv. I'm curious. So uh yeah, dude, it, it's a fun little spot and that's where me, Nolan, and Mike all met each other here. It's weird I'm not on camera. I'm gonna have to fucking fix that to get me on camera here in a sec. But uh yeah, dude, we uh you know, I started working there just serving tables, food running, doing the door. And it's fun, man. The one drawback is, dude, you're there till like 2 a.m. You know, the connections you meet is crazy. Like my first week, 
I ended up ended up having like a two hour conversation with Ken Jong from The Hangover, and like being in the green room with him all night. Some of these comics are starting to know your name. You're seeing every day or every few days, like Chris D'Elia and shit. So it's like, damn, this is nuts, you know. But at the end of the day, man, when I'm fucking picking up a, a half eaten burger off some plate and I'm busting, I'm just like, Feel man, fuck shit. this, fuck this, you know. <laughs> So, uh, but dude, again, man, I, I believe in the life journey and, and things happen. Not, I'm not like a religious person, but things happen for a reason or it's how I met Mike and Nolan, you know? And I remember months ago, them telling me about the idea of this podcast studio and now it came to life and then now I'm working here, you know? So things happen, man, but, uh, it's a fun spot, dude. It's magical. You know, the people who have come and gone, uh, I grew up, a, I'm a diehard Seinfeld fan, fucking wearing a Seinfeld shirt right now uh. and, <laughs> Dude, yeah, one day Jerry Seinfeld was fucking sitting in the hallway, ready oh, to go shit. on. And shit. and I didn't say anything to him because he had, like, bodyguards. He was, like, in a zone. Like, a lot of times they're, like, looking over notes and stuff. So it's like, I'm not going to bother this guy right now. But it was just being that close to him. I was like, oh, man. That's what's up, 13-year-old me is freaking the so fuck you, out. So, you know, uh, fucking, I did a, I did a scene with fucking, uh, what's his name? Kenny Banania in the show. Kenny Banania? Oh, fucking Steve Heitner. Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah, I worked on a pilot um, for Stanford's Comedy Club, and uh, TJ Miller signed on his next... He was in the pilot, too, but I had a scene with Steve Heitner. This is a funny fucking story, dude. Nice. So, it's a stick shift car. I've never driven stick shift. Yeah, yeah. Like, Keep okay. telling him. I'm adjusting the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, Jack, so you're going to get in this car, you're going to drive this stick shift, and you're going to drive Steve Heitner. I'm like, yo, I've never driven stick shift before. So, they're like, okay, get a couple practice rounds in. So I start getting a couple practice rounds and I'm like, okay, I think I got this. But, you know, anybody that learns stick shift is going to be burning the clutch a little bit and shit. So Heitner gets in the car, right? This is literally my second time driving stick ever. So Heitner's in the car, bro. I'm fucking fucking up the clutch, but it works for the scene because I'm nice. just a dumb fucking stoner comic with long hair. Yeah. And I'm fucking up the clutch and then Heitner's fucking yelling at me and shit. And then it's just like the craziest thing was that they just threw me in a car that I've never driven stick shift and I'm driving some dude who's like a celebrity around. Like I after I did it, like thank shout out to everybody who hooked me up, like Mike Savage, you the dude out there in KC. But it was just a crazy experience, like never driving stick and then driving stick and having fucking this dude Heitner. I've never been a Seinfeld fan, so yeah, I didn't really yeah. understand like the significance at the time. Uh huh. That's after it hit me like a year after. That's still the biggest name I guess I've worked with, and I was like, "Damn, that was pretty dope little scene, bro." Damn, dude. Yeah, that's sick, man. That would that would thirteen year old me would be absolutely blown away at that. Just being <laughs> in the same room as that guy. He was chill though. He was like, and then once we stopped, he was giving me some advice, you know, because uh, I was trying to pick his brain a little bit, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, you know, it's just, it's the little things too. He's like, I bought land, you know, I have houses, I'm making money yeah. off. He's like, he's like, next week I'm gonna go throw a pitch and get paid like five thousand dollars. Yeah, dude, I was, I that's the kind of guy I was wondering like how much money because he wasn't in like a ton of episodes, you know, like he wasn't a main character of the show. But dude, I mean, being in a show like that, the syndicating, it's on Netflix. People are on Hulu. I mean, people are that's watching that said. shit that's every day. He has to be making still a ton of money well, from that show. That's what he was saying at the time. It was just about to go on Netflix. He was like, I'm about to get a check for this. You know, going, he's in what he told the line he told me, I've never forget. He's like, he's like, the mailbox will become your friend. You know, talking yeah. about residuals. Yeah. But I was like, okay, okay, I see. But the interesting thing, too, about that whole series and like stuff I've read in terms of like, people make the friends Seinfeld comparison of the fact that the people from friends 
all got together to create awesome contracts for themselves. Yeah. Whereas Seinfeld, Jerry, to my understanding, got the largest, obviously the largest, but I feel like friends, they all got together to make an equal contract. Mm. But I'm, I mean, all those people on Seinfeld still made bank, but it wasn't like a, a communal. Yeah. Interesting. Which, is interesting. Which I mean, I, you know, hopefully I, it's I was, got his name on it. I get it's it. It's got his name on it. And dude, it's like, I'm sure, you know, he, uh, like, dude, he's a billionaire. He he's a money guy. Like he's Jerry Seinfeld's a billionaire. Oh, dude, Jerry Sein Jerry Seinfeld is the first. Actually, it's either him or Larry David. They're both billionaires. But should I? I knew he was I'm banking. sorry. I I'm know. sorry. I it might be one of the two. Here, fuck it. I'm just gonna look this shit, shit up. Because right I mean, now. I see it though. But like, and he's respectable too. I mean, you can tell. Like, I, I'm not even a Seinfeld fan. I respect the fuck yeah. out of what he does. But you can tell that he has a professionalism to him you know he's yeah open. before i look it up i'm trying to i'm gonna try and guess here because i we, we got you oh nice we got the camera rocking so you can see tyler fucking posting up helping out this podcast yeah, today I'm still pretty new at this shit so i'm still kind of learning as i go here but uh let me see jerry seinfeld net worth i know he's either the first billionaire yeah he's at 950 so that's what it is oh shit shit so who do you have a certain co he's the comic you look up to the most would you say yeah yeah, yeah. he uh i would say i mean like i said I, I rob mckelleny from it's always sunny is definitely my dude does um, he do stand up no he was all like content creation and shit and oh, yeah, just making little, uh, making his own shit and uh 959 sure. yeah but uh anyway so i thought it was him but it turns out the uh he is number two. Larry David's the the richest. He was the first billion. He is the first billionaire comedian. Oh shit! And that's because he did Seinfeld and Curb Enthusiasm, and then Jerry Seinfeld. That one show made like two billionaires, dude. Shit. That's fucking nuts. That's fucking nuts. And you know what? And something funny too. Um, shit, I'm not remembering. Uh, Craig Glazer, who is was one of the Stanford owners in Kansas City, his who passed, uh, shout out to you, Craig, um, his father, who started the club, um, told Jerry Seinfeld, you know, he said something along the lines like, you're not funny. Because he said that in a pilot. He's like, he's like, I took, I told Jerry Seinfeld he's not funny and look what happened. Yeah. He, so basically he's like, he it's so it. fucking, yeah, yeah, he fucking did it. Well, how many fucking people told Jerry Seinfeld that he was fucking not funny at all? Dude, an interesting uh, thing with Seinfeld is that when the pilot the when people go to watch it they should just go straight to the second season the the pilot episode the main one of the main characters elaine isn't in it uh everyone's kramer's name like the famous kramer his name was something else it's like something but that starts the, with a k the, the actor was yeah the same actor they were experimenting with so much shit so they did the the first season didn't have good ratings it was only like five episodes and it was like these NBC, it was a few NBC executives that they knew the potential the show had. And they were pitching like to the main NBC guys. And they're like, trust us. Like this guy is super funny. He is super intelligent. Like their humor is on another level than shit we haven't seen. And that's how it ended up becoming the show that it is today. But because, uh, you know, I don't know if you're aware of the episode, The Contest. It's the it's pretty much been called the number one TV episode of all time. Oh wow! And, I'm fucking uh, feeling stupid now. So the contest, <laughs> you got to see it's won all sorts of Emmys. The and because remember, a lot of this shit was in the '90s, so it was before anything they could say a lot of shit on TV. They made an entire episode about who could go the longest without masturbating, 
and never use the word masturbation once. So they always use all this other lingo, and there's so many funny parts to it. So it's three guys and a girl competing who can go the longest without masturbating. But just the way, how intelligent the episode is written, it's it's the they call it the best TV episode of all time. Well, it's won the all these out, sorts though. of Emmys, yeah. But uh, but yeah, dude, the show just goes super deep. In fact, it inspired. I'm a fucking Seinfeld fanatic. The fucking shirt here, dude. The uh, the show. It's always sunny. You you are a fan of it's always sunny. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like it. I haven't kept up. So, okay, so okay. I'm but you still saying, you're yeah. you're aware of the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm down with it, dude. Yeah, yeah. It is, uh, Charlie, Mac, Dennis, three guys and a girl, just like Seinfeld. They added in Frank a little bit later, but that was the original idea. It was just three guys and a girl. They're in a big major city, Philadelphia. And in in Seinfeld, one aspect of the show, Larry David, when when they were all pitching the idea, he said he had one rule, the characters don't change, which breaks every single, you know, writing is the character arc. These characters don't change. They're all they're not like just total assholes, but they're all narcissistic scumbags in their own way that just things happen to them that either they cause or brought on by other people, but they don't change at the end. It's honestly more realistic. Yeah, it's more realistic, and it's always sunny is the same thing. These ca- the characters do not change. They're scumbags, they're assholes like it, he Rob even came out and said like it's always sunny was inspired entirely by Seinfeld, you know. So, dude, it's a show that literally created other shows with it. And that whole, like, dry humor and not being super blunt on things all originated. That show is, like, one of the most important things in TV history. Uh, you know, I need to dive into it more. You know, yeah. what I the, the comedy that I kind of grew up watching, I'd say, the most was, like, shit like uh, Whose Line Is Anyway. Oh, I love that shit, dude. Dude, when I was a kid, I binged through whose line is it that anyway shit. so i've wondered what's your opinion why haven't they bought that back well i don't know if you know they did i oh, think it's shit, on right I'm now like, yeah oh, you might you're be fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah now it's not nearly as good let me see it's not gonna be on just yet but shit, i'm uh, sleeping on this shit yeah i think it is on right now it's uh this one the new host is i think they might have changed to a new one but Wayne, I don't think is Wayne Brady still on. Wayne, it? They should have had Wayne Brady be the fucking host. Yeah. Oh, dude, I know he's an Orlando. He's an Orlando guy. He's an Orlando guy. Yeah, I'm. Su- I fucking love that guy. So that's them right there. Wait, you know the, that the, girl. This is a new season. They're bringing all yeah. the same people back. Yeah. Are the, you oh, fucking serious? Oh, it's been. I'm telling you, bro. It's been on. Fucking a. I'm sleeping. Yeah. I guess it's probably on that regular cable or yeah. some shit. It's uh. Fuck. I'm sleeping on whose line is it anyway, dude. Yeah. It's it's been on. But, Shit, but I even seen this surprises me though, bro. I, I usually see a lot of marketing. Like they must not be marketing this much. Yeah, like. they. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't have as good of ratings, you know. And and I think people kind of maybe gotten tired of it. Um, but I mean, it's the the beauty though is just how they're fucking four or five, three people in fucking chairs. Yep. You know? And dude, the shit that they would come up with every single time, so fucking funny. Dude, you, you're blowing my mind that I didn't know this. was a, There was a new one out. So fucking funny. Yeah, that girl, she was in like a couple episodes of Friends. The Colin Colin uh, Mockery, I think. The the tall guy was always funny. Ryan something. He's always breaking out the shotgun and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you remember, Do you have, did you have like a favorite game? I don't know if I had a favorite game. I would say, though, that it's either between 
the tall homie who you were just talking about or Wayne Brady were my top two dudes. Yeah. I, they're all fucking funny, though. The other guy looks basic, but his hair looks a little different, but the dude's face looks a fucking sick. Yeah, too. I always liked uh, the scenes from a hat, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. The scenes from a hat, yeah, when they would just do a ton of random stuff. Is Drew Carey still alive? Yeah, he was, he was actually at the improv uh, a few weeks ago. Was he doing a set? Um, no, he uh, he just came in to watch with his girlfriend. Was she bad? I, I actually I don't want to say girlfriend. I don't know who it was. It was some <laughs> shit, you know. It could have been his wife. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she was she was banging. But I remember I, I'm I'm at the front podium and I remember seeing this guy get out of a car. And I'm like, oh, that guy looks just like Drew Carey. And as he's walking closer and closer, I'm like, oh shit, this is definitely Drew Carey. And uh, I did say I said something to him about uh about whose line. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit, word. I was just like, bro, I'm like, I just want to let you know. And I always, I don't get like tongue-tied, but it, you want to say, you don't want to sound like a crazy person or whatever, you know? But uh, I said, man, your show, I was like, when I was a kid, I used to watch that all the time. I'm like, that inspired me to do comedy and stuff. He was super cool about it. He tips bartenders well, too. He always gives the bartenders like a hundred bucks. Fuck Here you damn, go. bro. Shout out to you, Drew. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bartender myself, man. He I makes a, Yeah, he makes a lot of money from, uh, what's it called? Price is Right Now. Okay. He's the host of that. Oh shit. And he's just dude. set. See, dude, I guess I've fallen off just cable. Like the, I didn't even know the price. I thought that ended like Yeah. Me. Oh no, dude. When, uh, oh, the price is right is still going strong. I uh Dude, actually, you will go if you want to be on Price is Right, you can go be on Price is Right tomorrow. It is so easy to get picked. I I fucked up cuz when you're in when you're in line waiting, they'll ask you a bunch of questions. And uh, to get people out of the audience, and they do group things. And as long as you're outgoing and cool, like it's very. There's a lot of people there who just. I'm not bashing anyone, but anyone in the entertainment industry knows how to talk to people a lot of times. And then there's plenty of people who don't. But uh, my friend told me he's like, "Don't tell him you're an actor. Just be yourself, but don't say you're an actor." And I fuck, I crushed it, dude. At all these different group interviews, or asking a bunch of people, you could see they would start zoning in on different people. And they ended up coming up, and they're asking me all these questions, like, oh, so what do you do? And, dude, I, fu I fucked up and forgot. I was like, oh, I'm an actor out here. And I ended up not getting picked. But all the people I was with, it was like my mom and her friends, every single one of them were like, oh, Tyler, you're definitely going to get picked. Like, this guy, this guy's just been talking to you nonstop. That's, you know what, dude? And that, that's funny, too, because I've done, I've done three extra shoots maybe have you done any extra oh work? yeah dude Bruh. that was when i first moved out here background i'm in the dude go see the new ford versus ferrari you'll see me like four times oh, in, word, the, in word. that shit yeah. yeah i was like but what blew my mind about it is that i had the spot book through a fucking actor's access or LA mm -hmm. casting whatever but what blew my mind is that there was fucking like at all three there was like 20 to 50 people who weren't on a list they were just hoping there was extra room yeah i'm like you're standing outside for hours for hoping to make potentially $75. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Bro. No. That shit blew my mind. I, I, and honestly, that worked to me. That's why I don't do it is because I sat next to some cool people and shit. Yeah, yeah. You but meet it's some just cool like, connects. Dude, but I just felt so. That's like I felt the, contained, bro. I was like, I need to be yeah, creating. Yeah, right that's and that's how. So I so that's like the audience member shit. The audience work sucks. I, uh, I've definitely done background. And to be honest, I always make connections on background. Background, I'm always, with the short film we just filmed, our lead actress who plays opposite me, the guy who did our gaffing like, and lighting and everything, 
met him on a background set. I go on these sets and just look around and go, okay, who here? Because there are a lot of weirdos that do background on these oh, sets, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's, everybody should do it once. Everyone it should do it once. <laughs> it's the only job that you do not have any sort of background search or anything on. You just fucking sign up and they let you in, dude. They let you on a set, and uh, so I always recruit people and dude, that's like my main. I'll find different people I talk to for a while and then go, okay, this guy's cool. I'll tell him like, hey, I make a bunch of shit. You know, if you ever want to collab, because it's also helping out other people. Who with the same, you know, goals as us and who are young, like in their mid 20s or late 20s, you know, early 30s trying to do stuff still. So it's like it's a good way to make connections, dude. I always have fun with that. Hell yeah. Well, I feel I'm happy that you're feeling a little more than me. I, I don't know what. I don't know. I guess it was just a whole process to me. I'm like, oh, like yeah, such a long time. And I'm just like for this much money. But at the same time, if you're making connects and that's worth yeah. money in itself. Yeah. But for me, I was just like, I'd rather just. And yeah. it depends what you're on. Like, when I was on that Ford vs. Ferrari set, that was a cool... That's dope. That was a major... Dude, Christian Bale, Matt Damon, they're, like, 10 feet away. I was just watching them, the director. Yeah. I was just learning, observing things. Like, okay, and now I see what they're doing. You know, you're taking little notes. If you're on just some stupid, yeah, game and did show... You, uh, did you self-submit to do that work? Um, So not for the... I just signed up with, like, Central Casting... I don't know if you've done Central. I actually haven't, so, but I have, some, I have a bunch of friends. Yeah, there. Central Casting's like the main background shit, and uh, it's hard for a lot of people. You just you go, they take your picture. It's a super sh boring, shitty process to go. You got to wait in line for hours, do all this nonsense. But then they just periodically text you like, hey, are you available these days? And I got a text from Central Casting being like, hey, are you available for a four? It was a 14-day shoot. Oh shit! And uh, what was the rate? Uh, so it's only one oh eight over eight, so one oh eight for eight hours. However, every day went overtime, so I ended up making for the fourteen days like about twenty two hundred. Yeah, exactly. So I called out of the improv. Sitting fucking down. Yeah, dude. I told the improv. I'm like, yeah, I'm going out of town for a few days to to do some shit, and uh, but even they were filming like about like an hour north. I was about to ask them some like. That was it like a desert vibe. Yeah, I was in Santa Clarita at this uh, airport, and they uh, they converted this airport to like this runway. So they're paying for your room and board too. Though? No, no, no. We had to drive there every day, but they oh, paid okay. per they paid gas too. Oh, okay. We got word. like a thirty dollar a day gas shit. Word, word. And dude, our call times were super early, like five six a.m. I like waking up super early, especially driving. So it's not even like we had to deal with a bunch of traffic bullshit. We're, I'm just cruising, blasting music before, you know. It was a dope, dude. It, it was a really dope opportunity to do. Hell yeah, man. And especially, like I said, getting a text. Like, my friend texted me. He's like, dude, I'm laughing my ass off in this theater. I just fucking saw you. And then what's funny is, like, when you see the movie, like, all the extras that you see on camera are all kids. Because you were there 14 days. It was like a summer camp. Yeah, you fucking friends so, and shit. Yeah, you meet a ton of people. So I'm just sitting there. I went and saw it, and I'm laughing, dude. Just like, oh, my God. I, I talked to that kid for like 30 minutes one day. Or Is that movie kid. dope? Oh, it's a good movie. No, I, I love both those actors. Good man, movie. So. Good movie. Oh, and I'm not a big car guy and racing guy, but uh, it, it's a really good story. It's like a true story. Uh, it's about this race over in France they do. It's like 24 hours. And uh, it's about the uh, the inventor of, like, the Shelby Mustang. That shit's dope. And, uh, yeah, and, like, they built, like, this car to go race in it. And America, like, never wins. So they were, like, going... Cause they they, oh, I, don't I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, 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 see it. And uh, there's plenty of twists, though. It's really good. Shit, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, fucking uh, anything Christian Bale does, I know, dude, I know oh. people have mixed opinions on, dude, but he fucking is a good fucking actor. That guy 
not only can that guy fucking act, he changes his body so much for every single dude he filmed before this and then you'll see in this movie he's like frail and skinnier before this movie he filmed vice which he was uh dick cheney did you watch that movie oh yeah what did you think i i liked it i i really enjoyed it i don't know how much of it's true and whatnot i, I liked it except i feel like it painted dick cheney in too good of a picture it made him seem like this wholesome fucking dude See, you think it painted him in a good picture? Yeah. Because, like, a lot of it was, like... It, I mean, it showed he was shitty, but it gave him so much redemption when I feel like he was yeah. just kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, oh, I think he was just a piece of shit, too, yeah. Not to get too political, but, uh, yeah. yeah. What I... The only thing I think, though, is that because the movie, it was a lot of, like... They didn't have a lot of evidence for a lot of the shit they were saying, so I think they couldn't just go full-on, like, he's a dickhead, because yeah. then I think he they could sue him for, like, slander or whatever, like legal term of like you portraying somebody in just this awful way you know so i think that might have been one reason they because yeah i get what you're saying they definitely made him feel like sorrow for shit like yeah, that but like, that motherfucker just starts wars bro and doesn't yeah, give and a that's fuck it's like I, th- my after i watched it my first opinion honestly was like this was paid for by somebody who's like maybe cheney himself was a producer type vibe is the first thing i thought interesting which you know what i mean like i was just like because everything i've heard and read up until that point like when i finished that movie and like the little shit in the movie he did like go up to his wife's father and was like yo you're not welcome here anymore type shit yeah like i was like i gained mad respect but then i'm like but at the same time dude the fucking media can paint somebody crazy yep, i'm, not, I'm yep. not fucking defending the homie but it's yeah, like, yeah 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 it's like who knows dude maybe that guy wasn't as bad as fucking media's cracked him up to be yeah who knows, man? I, th- I think we'll never know, dude, in, like, the comedy and either. entertainment. Know, yeah, and, I, dude, I used to be more political, and it's just gotten to the point, man. I, I don't care anymore. It, it's too crazy now. I think, like, you know, I think it, it's great that there are people who really give a shit and want to better the world, and I think we all should. I know, like, me and you can do it on a small scale, just being nice to people. Yeah. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I can do, because I don't have a fuck ton of money to donate to all the different things and like to go pro like i one time i and i'm not trying to get any like political here but like i was like arguing with this girl once who she was like telling me oh you know i uh, i went to go protest like the climate change stuff and i'm so pissed because like no one was there and i was just kind of like dude it's like two o'clock on a tuesday man i'm like people got shit to do like I can't go out there and just be, sti- you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to get my fucking money right, dude. You know, like, like I will gladly help out whatever environmental shit I can if I had some money. But it's like, I don't right now. Well, yeah, you got to get, you got to get it right before. But that's where, too, though, it's like, like you were saying, it's not all about the money. Like, no, like, no, like, no. Like, you'd be better off, in my opinion being nice to a couple people throughout a day than donating thousands of dollars. Like if, if, yeah. you, if you could personally be nice and help a couple people have a little bit better of a day by being nice to them. Yeah. That's more reaching to me in a lot of ways, you know? It's yeah. Like, but I feel you. It's, Dude, uh, try to get back on the Christmas season, bro. Yes, sir. Christmas season. You enjoy your, your Christmas holidays, man. I'm going to go home for a little bit. Enjoy it. Fuck yeah, you know, yeah. take a little in that to me too. Whenever I do a little holiday vacation, vacation in general, it's a battery recharge, bro. Yes. Like it, it like, cause that time, the, whatever the vacation is when it comes to the end and I'm back, I'm like, fucking let's go. 
I've taken a couple yes. days off. Yes. Especially living in LA, dude. You feel like, oh my God, everybody. Like, you're like, my best friend's going to get discovered tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like someone's going to do some crazy epic shit that you're missing out on because yeah. you're not here doing it. And that's like what the city does to us. But yeah, man, we just got to stick on the journey, dude. Fuck yeah, bro. We're all fucking figuring this shit out. Hell yeah, man. We're, we're getting it though, too. Yes, sir. So uh, how long are we running right now, my man? Oh, dude, we're at like an hour, like 15. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. yeah. It looks... Well, dang. We're, we're good. We, yeah, we've yeah. We've been vibing, dude. We've been vibing. Um, So I'll round this out, reminding you again of the giveaway. Um, Go on to iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Type in your username and you will be eligible. If you've already rated, you're already entered in the giveaway to win a glow-in-the-dark bong. A little check to fill that bong. The rolling tray I've used on countless videos that I've got mad love on. And a little nectar collector. All for a simple review to help your boy here. So, thanks for kicking it. Tyler, thanks for hopping in, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely, dude. Hour 15, this shit flew by, man. Absolutely, man. No, I'll always be here, dude. So, whenever you want. Oh, Chime yeah, me man. in. Fuck yeah, man. And where can people come follow you, Tyler? You said Tyler um, underscore? Yeah, so you can check me at Instagram at the underscore Tyler Kosky, T-Y-L-E-R-C-O-S-K-E-Y underscore show. And then our my YouTube channel is Those Videos. Me and one of my best friends, we make a bunch of short films, comedy sketches. We got a new short film coming up in the next couple weeks on there, so go ahead and check it out. But uh, appreciate you letting me jump in here, dude. Appreciate having you, brother. Being the sound guy sometimes, like, you know, the mic's right there. I'm like, oh, I want to talk so bad. But I just sit here in silence, you know? (laughs) Well, no, man, thanks for keeping me company, man. This was a fun little Christmas episode, everybody. So thank you. Thank you, man. Cool. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. This is true buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this For my stoners, and for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this, yeah, number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests, in the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers, even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up, the perfect show for my smokers True buds.